Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So I did a bad thing. I regret the thing that I did. Go on. I went on to, so the whole story is years ago, I went over to Capital Hair and Beauty, which is like your Terry Sales, your Flair, your wholesalers. Where's that? Uh, it's in, um, it's off the M50. Okay. It's in that big industrial estate near Tallet. Okay. But I, I did this thing where I went in, I told them that I was a hairdresser and they were like, all right. And I was like, can I have a trade card? And they were like, all right, but okay here it is but you need to like get us the vat number of the company or whatever oh yeah i was like okay and i walked out and i never gave him the vat number so i was thinking the other day i was like i'd like to do my own roots but i don't want to go with a box tie i'd like to get bleach went on to terry sales now well they <laughs> they won't sell color to the public even if you have a trade card then obviously all the other places so i was like i have a capital trade card so I'm going to go online and I'm going to chance my arm. And they said, we do with, we only do deal with trade. Mm-hmm. So if you, ha- if you have a trade card or if you have an email address that's associated with yourself, put it in and we'll let you know if you're eligible to order or not. So I put the email address in. Mm-hmm. I was in. You were in. I have full access. Full to bleach, access. To bleach powder, toner. Bits and bobs. I really think you're going to regret that. (laughs) Yeah, I've been watching quite a few YouTube tutorials. I think I'm just going to do it. Please record it. Yeah, well, I I was going to anyway, not for, because I can see, like, on today's episode, we put a box up about what's pissing people off about quarantine and stuff. Somebody said, absolutely fucking hate people doing hair tutorials when they're no way a hairdresser, so it won't be for that purpose. It'd be more so to just... Let people know that I didn't have a hairdresser do me hair because there's a lot of that going around. <laughs> <laughs> oh God bless! I got the packets and everything, Carla. Oh my God, Jen, I'm like I can't support this. I'm sorry, I can't. Just stop telling me. I want to be in ignorance I'm... for this. Right. <laughs> you're you're gonna be like Jen. Did you get your hair done? They'll be like, did one. And I don't Jen, think I will um... be saying that. I'll be like Jen. Why did you do that? I think not. I just, I disagree. Hello, and you are very welcome along to the Unpopular Opinion podcast. My name is Jen. I'm Carla. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about quarantine peeves. Quarantine Tina. Quarantine Tina escaping the Rona. So 
we put up a box and we also have our own peeves obviously um about what's pissing people off about quarantine and what's pissing people off during quarantine that probably wouldn't usually piss them off yeah i mean this is probably one of the most requested things that we've ever done because people love a rant they love a rant they love a rant and you came to the right place you got the rant queens right here I mean, it's what we're known for. Well, heel. <laughs> it is what we're known for. So, I mean, this is very on brand for us. Yes. Absolutely. What's pissing you off about quarantine? I mean, I'd be here all day, but like just a little spot check. How are you, Jen? I mean... How are you getting on with it? Go on. I'm okay. I'm I'm actually one of the lucky ones and that we'll probably get into this during the episode because this is kind of controversial. Well, people's opinion opinions are kind of different around it. So I'm in work. Um I wasn't at the beginning, I was I was still on mat leave and I went back to work uh kind of about three or four weeks into the whole quarantine sitch. So I actually consider myself quite lucky to be in work because it's just something to do. Yeah. Now, like, I don't know. It's like, it's just as hard being at home with the baby. But I, yeah. I kind of I kind of feel like work is easier than that. Yeah, okay. Do you know? Yeah. Even it's like, though yeah. <clears throat> work is intense because, see, and I don't like, see, I put up a story on Instagram a couple of weeks ago, kind of slagging people that are treating themselves like, they're holding the country on their back. Yeah. Do you know? Uh-huh. Like, I I put up a bit of a rant, because I'm not a rant, but I was kind of just slagging them, because I don't feel like, I feel like I'm a, a bit weird in that, te- technically I'm a healthcare worker. I mean, I've been given a badge to put in the front of my car. I've been given a badge to go to the top of queues, which I still haven't used and don't think I will. Um, Technically I'm a healthcare worker, but I don't feel like one. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's okay. an awful lot that are worse off now. Yeah. I my situation. I work in a pharmacy. I very rarely deal with the public. I'm in the dispensary all the time. Mostly doing paperwork. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like I've quite an easy job in the healthcare work kind of situation in comparison to most. Yeah, I get you. Okay. So I feel like my job is easy and it's just as well because I've been doing it for so fucking long it's not hard. Yeah I know what you mean you, you know you know your surroundings you know your area it's not as if you've been yeah. kind of lamped into something new. Yeah now I do feel like because obviously there are people who have been completely forced to stop doing what they're doing like look at say take for instance somebody who works in a clothes shop they can't work from home but they're not an essential worker either and then they'd be at home doing absolutely fuck all. I feel like my life hasn't really changed. Okay. So, like, I'm busy in work, obviously, and then when I come home, I am busy. I, I can't get fucking time. Like, you even notice from my Instagram, I just, I can't even get the time to post anymore. It's just, it's fucking, it's just intense. And then, obviously, we have the podcast, and then I have other little bits going on that I'm kind of, have little deadlines to do and stuff. I, I feel like I haven't really stopped. So, there are people who are on that kind of wavelength and then there's other people who are just shit bored because they, they, they can't do anything they've no kids They're, and like I would say to them like you're a lucky bastard do you know what I mean you can you can lie down you can look at Netflix but those people's mental health and stuff like that they're really suffering you know yeah 
because they're they can't do a fucking thing apart from going to walk. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, so it's just it's so weird. Everybody's situation is so weird. Like there's one half of the country who were kind of high earners and now they're only on the three fifty payment, whereas there's other people who weren't earning that much but now can't spend their money, so now they're fucking rolling in it. See, I don't know if that's the case. Well, I can tell you now for one thing. Okay. Me, now I don't live at home for free. I pay my mum money, she minds Bobby. Um she like I I pay a good amount at home so I still yeah. kind of have a rent thing going on yeah and okay. um, I'm still putting money into savings yeah good so on. like I would say two thirds of my wage is gone out the door before I even see it okay but because I can't spend my money I still feel like I'm much better off sorry I did a little sneeze there sorry guys um <clears throat> I get you but I do feel like like, even with me, I'm putting my money into stupid shit. Are you? Yeah. So Sorry. Are you God. Sp- oh, my God. Sneeze, queen. Sorry. Are, are you uh, spending, uh, like, are you just spending out of boredom kind of thing? I'm spending to give myself any kind of happiness, to be honest. And I don't mean to get that deep. But, like, I mean, this is where we're at. I am spending money to give myself a tiny bit of elation. Because everything for me is so unbelievably shit. Yeah. And I don't mean to be dramatic, but I'm just having a week of it, like, or two weeks of it. I don't think you are being dramatic, because I actually, I had a little bit of a, (laughs) this is going to get real deep now as well, but I had a bit of a breakdown during the week, and my mum was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, ma, I was, like, in floods of tears. Yeah. I was like, ma, I won't be surprised if I look back this time next year at myself now and say, I think I was actually clinically depressed. Yeah. I I don't say that lightly because I know there is a fucking difference between feeling down. And I've always said it. I've always advocated. Don't go around saying you're fucking depressed when you're not diagnosed or, you know, if you're just feeling down, like stop it. It's not the same thing. Yeah. But the way that I like just, I've been kind of looking into it and obviously I know a lot of people with depression and stuff and I'm, I am kind of feeling that way. Like I'm, or kind of nearly urging myself to go to the doctor about it. Yeah. Because the only thing that's making me happy now is Bobby. Like, nothing else. Absolutely yeah. nothing else. Everything else is just... it. I, I, I can't even explain it. I can't. But no, I, I think... Well, we've talked about this before, though. And I remember... I don't know what one it was, but, like, I've had this conversation a good few times and like with Tom especially. And Tom's always like... And I would be a person who has bouts of, like, as he calls it, light depression. Like he calls right. it light depression in the way that like I can kind of snap out of it quite quickly. Yeah. Um, and it is one of those kind of things, but it is like, it, I think this has really kind of put a focus because everyone's so honed in on their own emotions now. Mm. And I think that like going to the doctor kind of having those things, but like you're allowed a breakdown and I, there's been a lot of controversial opinions that have come through. Yeah. About how we're feeling. I just feel like, I get what people are trying to do and I am I am on the flip side I can't see people's points like I am on the way that I'm like if it makes you happy and it's making you like say with the hairdresser thing even I'm like well if it makes them happy and they want to do that then let them do it but then on another side I'm like oh come on now lads come on yeah yeah I get you do you get me so I feel like though especially for you you're a new mum like that's tough enough without throwing all this other shite on top 
It is a bit shit. Like, like I can't figure out if it's a great time to be pregnant or a great time to be a new mum or a shy time to be a new mum or, a, you know what I mean? I, no, it's shy. It's, <clears throat> Do you think so? Because a lot of people oh, have their husband at home now, you know? I know, but get, it, dad needs a break as well. Like, I was I was saying this the other day because my, uh, mm. d- d- I don't really want to rat anybody out here. But I keep getting asked, when can I take Bobby? When can I take Bobby? And I'm like, are you not seeing the news? Yeah, I get and you. And they're like, no, no, I haven't. Like, because I was talking about um, there was something about kids not being as as infectious as they thought. Now Leo said that, but the CMO said something completely different. So like, it's it, it's very crosswise. We kind of have to wait until there's a revision put in place, and you can see. You remember they were talking about the skills going back safely and stuff because yeah. Kids, but then the CMO had a completely different opinion, whatever it was. And I was like, uh, like once the restrictions are lifted, then you can take them for a few hours or whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah, when's that? And I'm just like, I, I said it to Adam. I was like, did they, did, did they, are they not listening? Like, what, what is actually going on here? And Adam was like, did they not fucking realize we'd absolutely love to get rid of them for a few fucking hours? Like, yeah, I know what you mean. You know, like this is the thing. Parents would absolutely love that, like that break. For me, even when, like, during the, the kind of school year, when my sister would bring Bobby up to collect my nephew, that half an hour. Oh, oh that's, fucking, that's the, your half an hour, girl. The bliss of it. Like, just to get something fucking done without some, without the, without somebody, without Bobby screaming in the background, you know. Just <laughs> <get that. laughs> no, they said, without somebody, yeah. <laughs> Bobby there in the background, like, hey. <laughs> you mean me? <laughs> you talking about me. No, but just that. Like and then there's been so many memes about people just <clears throat> dropping their kids off to the grandparents and stuff, just getting that break. It is fucking hard. And then obviously if you have a newborn as well, I couldn't imagine not having family around for that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of people like there's majority of people don't like. They yeah, I can't imagine how fucking hard that is. Yeah. And then even for the grandparents themselves, like some people, this is their first grandchild and they can just see the baby through a window, like Yeah, I know that's horrific. <laughs> It's heartbreaking. Yeah, it is. It is rough. Like I think there's the very obvious things that are that are traumatizing. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I can I... I can see us all kind of this time next year. Depending, I don't know what the situation will be, but looking back at this time and just seeing it in black and white, as in grey, as in it was doom and fucking gloom. Then, yeah, and it's funny because at the start, and I think this is another problem with people is that like we're on this productivity train where it's like, okay, now I've time to do all these things. And it's less about time and more about focus. And like, I don't know about anybody else, but I'm finding it so difficult to focus on one thing. Mm. Not one thing I can focus on. Like everything has taken me twice as long Mm. than it normally would. Everything. I mean, everything. I mean, makeup looks, I mean, content, work, everything has taken me twice as long because I cannot focus my brain. I think everybody uh, at some stage in no- in normal circumstances can get into a rut. And yeah. You, you know, um, like just into a personal rut. So when you have this on top of it, it's just, it's a fucking recipe for disaster. Like I know, it, it is. You know, it's like, yeah. <sighs> I just we're feel. Two months in, yeah, we're two months into it now. Like I think people are just getting fucking sick of it now. At the start, it was kind of a novelty. It was yeah, like, it was, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah, time even, off work oh yeah. a bit of drama like when the, a storm hits or like the yeah. snow comes for a couple of days like oh a bit of drama lovely yeah. out of the ordinary you know but now it's just like this is the new normal and I'm excited for shit to get back to normal now but I just feel like I'm wasting 
my life. And I know that's not how I should feel. I know that's absolutely not how I should feel. But like, again, at the start, I was like, okay, that's grand. I just put away all my makeup kit. I put away all like my client stuff. And I was like, right, that's that for a while. Like, you know, I moved, I have a studio at home. I changed the studio. Now I have like all my work stuff in the studio, whatever. All zen, all grand, whatever. Now, eight weeks into this fucking room, I would burn the place if I could. <laughs> I don't move. Like, and this is like, this is a thing that I find is difficult because I understand that we are really lucky and a lot of people are like, don't have this set up. They don't have whatever, like all this other kind of stuff, but your problems are your problems at the end of the fucking day. And all I'm seeing is that every single other person in my house is able to move it perfectly. Right. Yeah. Do you know? So Tom goes to work as usual. Yeah. Nothing changes there. And thank God he does. Cause I think I don't understand like, this is another thing. I have no idea how the fuck my parents ran a business together for 15 years because, I mean, I think I'd murder them. Yeah, yeah. You know? And my sister has her horse, obviously, so care of animals. She has to go and take care of them, which does take a solid, like, five or six hours every day because you have to drive out all that other kind of crap. And then my dad is doing stuff for <clears throat> the HSE. So right. he's been deemed as an essential worker as well. Mm. And then there's me. <laughs> yeah. I get you. And I am cracking the fuck up, lads. You're working from home as well, though, aren't you? I am. Every fucking day. And you're probably Um, working more than what you did in work. I'm working harder now than I've ever worked before in my life. And that is hands down, like. And that is hands down. And I think that's, and that's another thing we'll get into when we start looking at people's replies. But, like, I get up every day, half seven, have my shower, like Tom's alarm goes off at 10 to 7. I'm up from them. I'm kind of on my phone. Get up a half. Go have my shower. Like get myself ready. Do my skincare routine. And I'm on my laptop for 8.30 a.m. And I'm off that laptop at around 6 p.m. every night. Yeah. And you would have gotten home a lot earlier than that when you were in work. It wasn't even that. It was the fact that like I'm like my my job has field aspect to it. So a lot of it will be driving. And it was gas because one of the other lads and he covers like the Munster region. We were on the phone. And he was like, it's the time that I had to myself in my car that I miss. Yeah, yeah. With a little bit, like, because it's even the little things, like a little bit of purpose. Like I used to drive to Cork, to Limerick, to wherever. And it was like having that and you just can zone out or listen to music or whatever. And yeah, it was like, a bit you're of still doing time. Yeah, yeah, but you're still yeah. doing something. So it's like, it's very easy to go up to your room, put on some music and be like zoning, but it's not the same. No. And it's especially not the same when you fucking three other people in your gaff who's chasing you around. Oh, stop living at home. Oh, lads, I don't know how much longer I can do it. Like, I know no, I sound down. so spoiled and ridiculous, but I'm really fucking cracking up now at this point. I'm really at a point, And even this morning, I just feel miserable about it because if I go and buy a house now and if I go and apply, because we're ready to apply, we have everything in order. All we have to do is apply. Am I fucking being an arsehole about it because house prices are going to go down? Yeah. So I'm in such a catch-22 situation, but then at the same time, I am not so sure how much longer I can last not having my own space. I'm the exact same. Yeah, living at home is just, it's a, and I love my parents and they are the most helpful human beings. It's absolutely nothing personal on them. I just, like, say for instance, I love going down at the end of the day and washing, like, Bobby's bottles, doing all the sterilizing bits mams will know the shit that you do at the end of the day when the baby's in bed but then like there's always somebody zooming in and out of the kitchen or like 
Yeah. And not, and not yeah. in a not in a bad way. Fucking hell, I would be torn to shreds if they were gone tomorrow. I, do you know what I mean? It's not that I don't appreciate them, but it's just like, oh, can I not just have five minutes? Like, you know, I know. What I mean? And it's and it's like my my heckles go up, like the hairs on the back of my neck go up. <laughs> It really I is. don't think. Do you know what? I don't actually think it'd be as bad if we weren't in quarantine. It definitely like it's been tough for me for like I've been here what like we got back end of twenty eighteen, so we've been here a year, nearly a year and a half now, and yeah. like it was bad at the start, but a lot of stuff in my house was different back then, and now it's oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I am just, and I love my family. I adore my father. It's Ray. Hello. Yeah, but I will box. I will box. <laughs> I get you. I will fucking box. Like, it's everything. Everything annoys me. Yeah. Like, I'm I feel like I can't have two fucking minutes. I'm upstairs and I'm changing and Tom's running up to grab his phone and I'm like, what are you doing here? What the fuck are you doing? Can I not just get changed? He's like, yeah, I'm just grabbing my phone. And I'm like, get the fuck. There's this fucking, don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> I'm not that bad now. No, I'm, I'm a, really bad. Like, and I'd say he's like, okay, psycho. I'm uh see, I'm the type of person because I'm like, because I've even said it to my sister. She's like, how are you? How are you today? How's Bobby and all this? And I'm like, oh, I'm just, I'm so fucked off, but I can't say that because, like, yeah. It's not my position to say Anne, do you know? No, exactly. And that's the thing, isn't it? Because, like, even last night I was trying to talk to my dad about it. I was just getting more and more annoyed because I couldn't say what I really wanted to say. Yeah, I know. And you feel so bad. And it is. But it's like, I know it could be so much worse. But at the same time, everybody's problems matter to them. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I think that's been it. And I don't know what it is. I don't know. Like, I'm just, I feel like I'm losing, like, I feel like I'm losing steam. Yeah, like I feel like I've been pushing and pushing and in work I've been pushing and pushing and organising and delegating and fucking like keeping everybody like keeping my whole team on track and keeping everybody on track and just trying to push 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 and I'm just fucked now Yeah, my energy is sapped but then at the same time I'm like if I didn't have work I think I think I would be like committed because at least it gives me focus (laughs) Yeah, I totally get you. It's definitely when you have something with a deadline as well, it does keep you more in focus than anything else. Like, I'm because I'm the worst person at motivating myself. Yeah. Oh, me too. I'm I'm dreadful. Like, I am always shocked to the fact that we have a podcast. <laughs> because like, I put things on the long finger. Something serious. Yeah, I'm surprised it does go out on Sunday. Well, I think once it went out on a Monday. Yeah. Um. But yeah. We're now fairly good. Right. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. That now. Um, shall we get to, I'm going to go through, I put a box up on my page, um, and I put the box up on the Unpopular Opinions page, which you, do you want to go through that? I can't indeed. Um, I might start off with a little controversial one. What do you think? Do it. Go on. We have little a contro, little contro one. Little contro. So I have somebody here saying people actually complaining, even though they're getting three fifty a week when they're temporary temporarily out of work, or complaining about working from home next to their partners. I live abroad, getting next to nothing pay wise. I'm currently out of work, and I can't get back to Ireland. I just wish some people would realize what a great little nation we have and how well we are treated compared to the rest of the world's nations. If people could see what happens in other countries with their own eyes, like I have seen, maybe they would think twice about nagging about working from home or the tax we will have to pay in the future because of the pandemic. I absolutely agree with her. I don't. Do you know? After being in Peru. And that's what I'm saying. I've been there. Yeah, I have to say, I don't think if I was under, because obviously Greece is my forte and Peru. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't know if you know this, but I went to Greece before I lived there. <laughs> when I went traveling, when I, when I lived in Cambridge. Um, yeah, no, I don't think I'd be too happy now if I was under those governments. Knowing what I know about Ireland, I would totally agree with with what she has to say because in fairness like it's very first world problems over here financially it is and I mean I think I think finances are just always going to be a bit of a touchy subject like there is some people like there is some people that are like I can't believe this fuck this and they're really they've been put down to a lot and not everyone I know everyone's like oh god you know landlords are being sound not all landlords are being sound and you know not all people are getting the you know stuff put on pause not everybody's mortgage has been paused not everybody's car loans have been paused but I do feel like like even the part here where it says complaining about working from home next to their partners the amount of pressure and stress that relationships are under because we are in a pandemic we are like your problems are your problems do you get me so, like, yeah. it could be tough for people because they're not used to having that level. And, like, when you do, like, when you're in the middle of a pandemic and when you're, like, and I'm sure it's even, I'm sure you and Adam, even having a kid, like, I mean, I think there's ticks of boxes that people's relationships do go through. But the level, the person that I am in work is not the person that I am to Tom. And I'm sure yeah. vice versa. Oh, yeah, I saw a comedy sketch about this before, yeah. actually. It was like, who is who is this person? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fully. I don't I'm not married to this person. No, it's fuck? funny. Like I'm I'm pretty sure Tom would walk into my office and he'd be like, hey, who is she? But like he would in a, be in like, a role play. Oh, this is fancy. Yeah, you? Like, oh, look at you. <laughs> look at you making a decision. <laughs> oh, look at you. Can't pick a restaurant, but you can certainly fucking fire away here. <laughs> Definitely. But, oh, I love it. Imagine that, like, and this is what I'm saying. Imagine you lived in a like an apartment, or if you even if you 
live in a small house or whatever where there's not like not every room is going to be a working room and I think what I picked up which is really important I got Gaff Goddess by Lord Barr I think I mentioned okay. it the last time um in the DI or in the life hacks one but she was like she talks about zoning and having certain areas and having certain places for your brain to switch off and one of the biggest things is that like you should always have a countertop completely clear or a space that your eyes can focus on something to do with the way that your brain like relaxes when it has nothing to look at okay do you get me yeah no not everyone has that luxury so you're setting up a fucking working from home setup I'm doing my like imagine I was doing my job Tom was doing his job there there wouldn't be one of us would be dead I'm sure of it Listen, I, I do, I get, I understand and I agree with that part of it because even living here and doing the podcast, I'm usually sat in the box room, right, with a paper tin wall between me and my dad who goes to bed at like eight o'clock because of the hours that he works. Yeah. Um, and I have the laptop leaning on, it's like a, it's a really cheap clothes horse from Ikea. Yeah. Um, and the mic is always sat on a book. So like I, I I understand that part of it like that it wrecks me head because obviously Bobby's asleep in my room usually when we record in the evenings or whatever so I can't do it in my room so it's like it is a pain in the hole it that that part of it working from home and doing that sort of stuff like I would give nothing or I'd give fucking anything to be able to just fly down to your gaff and just do what we usually do yeah do you get me yeah and that's and that's why like in a way I do I do get it like it must be horrible in other countries but like when you're adapt when you adapt to that way of living because if it's really awful in some countries it's been there's been a level of it before this had kicked off yeah you know like let's say the UK there's a fucking serious incompetence in that government so I'm not like it is shit for people in the UK but at the same time like it's been it's been coming you know yeah like there is there's no surprise there's no suspense there that like your man can't fucking send out one message without fucking the whole thing up and i and i do get it like especially in second world third world countries like it must be rough everything getting cut off everything like that but i i people can't relate to that they just don't know what they don't know we don't know what we don't know yeah exactly and it's the same thing about saying you know if you were moaning about something that had happened to you and being like well there's there's kids dying yeah yeah Yeah, it does put things into perspective but it doesn't make me feel better i yeah well see that yeah it's always going to come down to everybody's problems is a problem for them yeah you know like and i think so i do see where she's coming from but i don't agree with the message yeah no i i do i completely yeah i get you that that aspect of it yeah but with the financial thing in comparison to other people. Oh, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do understand that. And it has been, like, it's funny because, I mean, I've seen people be like, oh, I wish, like, my job would just let me claim 350 and let me scratch, like, because the pressure and trying to set up this working from home and everything else like that has been too much. I do feel like that's a point as well, because as much as everyone's pivoting, like, to this working from home aspect and it's great and I, I remember like there's an aspect there's always been an aspect of working from home in my role because I am field you know so yeah. means my laptop everything's set up so I set up anywhere I can set up in a hotel room I can set up in a lobby I can set up in a restaurant I can set up wherever fuck so I'm used to it and that's what I did before I went traveling as well with Smashbox that's what I did so I'm used to this kind of level of life in the way that I'm 
used to having those days from home. All my friends used to be like, oh my God, you're so lucky. You're so lucky you don't have to go to an office. And I'd be like, how though? How does that make me lucky? Yeah, yeah. Explain. It's really tough to keep yourself motivated, constantly remote working. That's true. And you don't have people that are doing the same things as you to push you forward. Yeah. And you don't have that social aspect. And I think that's something that people are suffering with as well, is that like they don't have that social aspect. Like you said, Jen, like you get to go out to work and you have that, like you have your adult time, you know? I have that separation, like. Yeah. And you you get to see people, you get to, I know you're in the dispensary or whatever, you're behind the scenes, but you still get to chat to your work colleagues. And that means so much to a lot of people. Yeah. No, it is. It's great. And like, we even have this thing, we have a whiteboard up on the bathroom door in work. Yeah. And like one day, because we're working in two separate teams so that we're not mixing. Um, we're just, we're working with the same people all the time. So it's kind of like living with the same people, working with the same people. Yeah. Um, and we've been going back and forth with the other team, like playing hangman on the whiteboard. So they have to guess the letters and, you know, and then like writing little songs and little raps and stuff because they do a quarantine. It's been gra- gas crack, like, but even yeah. just a tiny little thing, like, it's been great, you know? I know. And it's like, and that's another thing. Like, I was just thinking there, I was like, oh my God, I feel like this podcast has just become my problems. But then at the same time, I'm like, if somebody out there can relate, I get you. I feel you, girl. Or boy. But going by the responses, a lot of people can. Oh, yeah. And I think that's why it's been... I think people like hearing their own opinions voiced in a public place. Because they feel not so alone. Exactly. And like, and that, that, and I do see the flip side, especially with that message. I do get it. And like, I can only imagine like, now there's other people that are kind of taken away. Like if you're in New Zealand, you're pretty much back to normal. Yeah. Because your prime minister is a boss ass bitch. Did you, I think I said this in a podcast before, but did you notice that the countries that are doing the best out of it all have women leaders? Yeah, shocking. Because we can make a decision when we need to. Especially when we're in work. Especially when we're in work. Literally, I just can't make a decision, a decision in a social setting, but I can work always in work. Just don't ask me what I want from the Chinese. That's, That's all I'm saying. Don't ask me what to pick for takeaway tonight. Yeah. Exactly, or watch watch on Netflix. But I mean, yeah. I'll say. But when I'm at work, fire it at me. If you want to slip it in there in an email, I'll answer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Be like okay, this is what's going down. I'd be like, what? um, what are you thinking of? Because a lot of the responses were people getting pissed off with people ramming workout routines down your throat. So the workout thing, I think, is. It's a lot to do with gym guilt. And I think we all have a level of gym guilt. Well, I mean, I will just disclaim this at the very start. I have never, nor will I ever be a fitness buff. I get out of breath when I'm, if I go for a jog. So I'm, I do not have, like I'd have the complete opposite opinion, I think, of but I, maybe I'm impartial because like they don't really bother me I, do, I mean I don't follow fitness people but people that I follow that are like a jack of all trades that are doing fitness stuff it doesn't really bother me because I don't have that guilt yes I do get it but I think that Jen you've always been happy with your body probably I'd say I well it, it according to some I'd be very lucky I got a hammer metabolism 
you've got a high metabolism, but you've never really worried about your body. No. And you've never, like, even just being your friend, like, you've never really, you've never, like, you've got a great little figure, but you know you have a nice figure, like, you're happy in your bod. I'm grand with it, yeah. Yeah, you're grand. I'm sure there's things everybody would be like, oh, I'd love if I could have a this or a that or a bigger bum or whatever else like that. But I think you are part of the minority. And when I mean the minority, I'd say you are, like, 2% right, okay. of the world's population. Yeah, see, I feel like I can't really comment on this. Now, I don't... I watch them. Um, well, you see, one thing that I kind of... I watched the other day, Ali D had put up on our stories, and she's... Um, obviously she's just over triplets and she's been doing our bit to try our best to keep in shape and all that kind of well get back to being fit I don't even know if she gives a shit about being in shape Um, but she had said she got on I think she'd done a live with a fitness instructor or a a PT and uh, she got on and she basically had a rant and she was just like unfollow anyone who's using using the hashtag no excuses because this whole no excuses thing is a lot of bollocks she says they're are reasons why people can't work out for whatever reason that may be and you're making them think that they're making excuses but that's what i'm saying i'm like their reason can be their mental health you know and i think this is this is where it's all coming down jen it's funny because there's a girl i follow on twitter and then i followed her on instagram her name's gabby mendoza and she was quite kind of like she was quite overweight and then she got down now she's like a big fitness queen Right. But she put up one of them bullshit long, you know, like at this, you know, looking back on this time, you're never going to have this opportunity to be, you know, the best you that you can be and look after your heart and your health and your this and your that. There's no excuses. This is it. But all that kind of, you know, that kind of shit. Like, yeah, I've never hit the unfollow so quick, but at the same time, she got now she did get she got as much support as she got she got as much hate and i think this is the problem we are living in a society that is so obsessed with how everybody lives their lives and how everybody else lives their life or has a like has their lives together i suppose and the way that people wear things and whatever else like that that it is less to do with people being annoyed at someone doing a workout and more to do with the guilt that they feel watching that person do a workout yeah yeah that's probably more so it's probably people who probably have done it before and they've gone off the wagon a little bit and that's why they're a bit pissed off with it that's yeah that's and it's also the guilt that they probably feel and they're kind of like oh would you fuck off with that because they don't want to shove it in their face and do you know what it is do you remember what you were talking about begrudgery last week yeah it's kind of like that as well it's kind of like uh if you think you could have done it and you didn't, and but they are, you kind of give them a bit of attitude then. But I think in a, in, in this way, I'm on the begrudger side, funnily enough. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think it's begrudgery. I think it is just the way that we are attuned in a society that just fucking hates women. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we Like, we are. I'm sorry. Like, the flack that we fucking get is unbelievable. Yeah. Like, and we've talked about this before, but like, we're just in, like, there's just, there's nothing for us. So the guilt that people, like, the guilt that someone will feel if they see Neve Cullen doing a home workout and they get thick about it because they're just kind of like, oh, because they don't want to do it themselves, but they do want to do it. Everybody wants better for themselves. I think that's such horseshit when it's constantly put down to like, want better for yourself. Everybody fucking wants better for themselves. Yeah. 
That's true. I think but it's when... not... Sorry, go ahead. It's not like something that you can just... One day you wake up and you're like, okay, that's grand. You can have those epiphany moments. You can. You absolutely can. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you want to hear more about how I feel about this, go into the body positivity episode. But, like, that's... It's more... It's more the mental health aspect, I would say, that pisses people off about the workouts because they feel like they should be doing more. And these home workouts, again, as I said earlier, half the time it's just people wanting to create content because they feel like they should have to. So those people are under pressure. Yeah. You know, so that like the little home workout honeys, they're under pressure because they see someone else doing home workouts and they're like, fuck, I should do a home workout. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and that's why like, and it is, it's funny because there's a couple more answers that have came through about like people copying content and I, I see both sides to it on the copying content buzz as well. Well, when, when you're a content creator as well and you're constantly seeing, because one thing I wanted to mention as well, there's a, there's a couple of threads on um <clears throat> the pages, we won't say any names, but uh, it's about like how they think bloggers and content creators and such are going to really fall off now and just be forgotten about because they're so irrelevant at this time with some of the shit that they're they're shilling. But it's also really kind of separating who can come up with original content and who can be entertaining throughout this, you know, to keep people's interest. And a lot of people are saying, oh, this one should just give up the go and, you know, all that. But I'm kind of like as well, because say, for instance, who, who's been creating stuff like Tyg Fleming, for instance, has is killing it and he always has done and he's getting praised for it because like you'd see a comment and it's like, oh, I've stopped following them all now. The only people who I really watch now are like Tyg Fleming, James, Patrice and the rest of them are gone shit. Like the, the slack other people are getting and I'd be one of them. I'm like, yeah, James Patrice and Tyke Fleming don't have day jobs to go to. They don't have fucking kids. Do you know, like, take a fucking easy. Do you know what I mean? Don't put everybody into the same category. Everybody has a fucking life as well at the end of the day. Like, please remember that, that we are human beings. Thank you very much. It is that dance monkey. It is. And it's like, yeah, it's as if when we're not on Instagram, we're just fucking sitting there like turned off robots or something. It's like, are, are you for real? Are you actually for real? Like it is. And like you're saying, exactly that dance monkey thing, entertain me. Yeah. Entertain, and from a creator's point of view, who can't get a fucking minute to scratch our arse, I will <laughs> chill the fuck out and stop keep giving people such a hard time. Yeah. I can understand where you're coming from when you're giving out about people advertising shit that like, People advertising fucking get like going on the bag for like garden furniture and stuff like that. Going, hi guys, uh, just looking for a recommendation for like barbecue. And, and, like every your life is online. Do you not know how to fucking Google something? You're obviously looking for all this irrelevant shit that nobody gives a shit about at this moment in time. I understand you giving out about that and like. It, uh, will they still be relevant at the end of all this i don't know who's watching it who's still interested who's who's still buying this shit i don't fucking know but when it comes to like entertaining and just being online in general and people are getting slack for not doing it it's like uh, and i suppose i'm taking it personally because i've been like me targeted <laughs> oh my dms are fucking people just don't hold back anymore and i'm not even gonna say what what's been said to me but i'm just like seriously (laughs) quarantine is just getting to people i think yeah and i think like again it's 
we like a lot of and this is what like this is something that we haven't really gotten used to but like we're consuming so much all the time that people start to get finicky and I've noticed myself I'm following more people than unfollowing people yeah which is very strange for me yeah I'm finding that myself because I'm discovering new people as well stuff that I might be interested in but at the same time I'm barely posting but I'm getting I don't know whether like it probably is people just unfollowing me when they see like me doing the fucking tablet challenge because it's the only thing I can fucking keep up with at the moment but they like they're they're just have you got it in once Jen no not once I think I must I over the last two months I must have lost about five or six hundred followers yeah and I think and do you know what what I mean allowed Um, yeah absolutely absolutely I'm not I'm I'm just like it it just goes to show people are just being like no fuck it I I don't like them I'm gonna unfollow them and I would encourage them to do so like if you're not liking it unfollow or whatever don't hate follow anybody but like it's just going to show how much people don't want to put up with it like they're just fucking sick of it yeah I think that yeah and I think that's you know it's funny with the podcast our listens have gone up but that's because people have more time like I even know the other day I was working on a document and I popped on bandwagons and I just let it run through and I hadn't like listened to like four or five episodes and it was great because I was just like I've got a bit of company here and I like even I who like I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts I only listen to like very few because I can't I think accents is what triggers me I think a lot of things trigger me to be honest but I think accents do trigger me and I can only really get on board with a few people's accents but uh it was just nice kind of having that company and I remember thinking oh I'd love some more if there was a couple of uh podcasts that were different to this you know yeah and that wouldn't be me at all I wouldn't really venture into the podcast world because I never have fucking time really yeah you know so it is like I can see why people are getting stressed I'm going to go on to the to the messages a bit more and it's here's here's one that says like kind of encompasses everything and I think this is how everyone's feeling but it says Feel a pressure to be productive, eat healthy, keep up fitness, learn something new, keep in contact constantly, slash Zoom chats. I'm still working frontline, so I find it hard to keep it up at all. Tough when you feel like it's being constantly pushed on social media. Yeah. Everyone feels a level of that. Yeah. From Do you the know? perspective of somebody who actually goes to a day job, I can I can relate. Yeah, and I, I think that's kind of, everybody's in this encompassing, like they're, overwhelmed with all of these feelings and all of this guilt because they see somebody else and I do it too sometimes where I see people like create TikToks and I'm like oh my god and I just can't get my head around TikTok can you not I'm trying Jen but you love it I love it I love consuming the content on it because I have to say if you keep at it with TikTok and you get your algorithm down it's a joy Yes. It's an absolute joy. Like I am getting at the moment, I just love it because I'm getting food. Okay. At home DIY. Like makeup and funny things. And that is all I see. Lovely. And it's perfection. I like it. You know, oh, and hauls. I love seeing Amazon hauls. Oh, I'm obsessed. But like, it's just so tailored to me now. So I have to say, if you're on TikTok and you're like, I think it's shite, whatever, stick with it. Stick with the algorithm. The algorithm will pay off. Oh, God. Right. Okay. I need to stop liking videos of... um. Yeah, stop liking shite. Yeah. And like yeah. everything you like. Do you know what I mean? So if you're like, that was funny, make sure you like it. 
Yeah, now yeah. I, I find myself doing is I'll come across a video and it's like a lot of people put up very emotional stuff. Like, oh God, no, <laughs> no, I, I never like any of that shit. You know what that song? It's always like me and my husband have been together for 12 years. He hits and abuses me constantly. Uh, and you're like, oh, yeah. sorry, is this the platform? Yeah, no, it's it's stuff like that. Uh, and then I saw one last night where their daughter died, but oh. she had audio of her daughter saying, I love you, and she put it into a Build-A-Bear. And oh, I saw it, that one, giving, yeah. Oh, my God, it bawled me eyes out. And yeah, then I no. like, oh, I just, oh, and then I liked it. So I know more videos like that are going to come up, and I'm not me- emotionally able for Yeah, and that's, <laughs> there you go, protect, protect your mental well-being. Protect yourself. Protect yourself from that kind of stuff. <laughs> but like doing TikToks themselves, they're so time consuming. Oh right. my god, they're unbelievably time consuming. Right, well I haven't been as creative as some of the mules, so I can't really Oh here like, I've just fucking sacked off the whole makeup thing. I'm just like, oh here listen. Just bang up a few things and me make a fail of myself. As per usual. Yeah, I, I made up a song about a caterpillar um the other day when there was a caterpillar on my fridge and I fucking made up the song after I let the caterpillar out and now I'm raging. So. Oh, I'm raging. Raging for find, find a caterpillar, sing the song, put it on TikTok and then plays him back. On a lighter note. <laughs> <laughs> Not that this wouldn't piss me off any time, but I've just noticed since all of this has started, the roads are covered in dog shit. Yeah. So maybe I'm just really noticing now as I see, as all I seem to do is go for multiple walks a day or maybe it's because other people are the same and are bringing their dogs on countless walks, but it's absolutely disgusting. <coughs> Sorry. My poor nine-month-old is going to get whiplash from me throwing him around the buggy and trying to dodge it all. Yeah, it's not nice. Yeah, it's not yeah, nice. Yeah, would agree. Like, my um, dad's at the window here making faces at me, and I'm, like, uh, in the middle of recording. Bless <laughs> Ray. Just don't. Bless him. Brain is not computing, but okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's hear a few from you, Jim. Okay, so this is a bit of a a bit of a gas one because I have two right beside each other. Um, one says, people always expecting you to move when you're walking on the path. And then somebody yeah. else saying, people not that. moving while walking on the path. I love it. We have a bit of a battle here. We have a bit of a battle. These two will batter each other if they saw each other in a, in a park. Listen, why my whole thing has been, right, if you are on your own and you see somebody coming who has, like, a buggy, I would say, you maybe dodge, go up on the grass or whatever. You do the dodging. Um, if it's two people with wheels, maybe both of you is make an effort. Okay. This, be my, this is my kind of way of doing it. Um, and then obviously, like, if you're coming up to somebody who's in a wheelchair and you have a buggy, buggy on the grass, you know, that's, that's your time to shine. That's the, your time to go on the grass. Um, I don't, I, I have seen it where people like in one instance will jump out your way. Like you have actual leprosy and yeah. then other people who expect you to move. It is, it just depends on the person. Like I wouldn't be taking it. I don't, don't, don't get yourself so worked up about it but what i will say is because i saw somebody commenting like that everybody's gone very cold everybody's just keeping their eyes down there's no kind of sense of community anymore i always smile and say hello to the person 
when we're making an effort to avoid, like to keep the distance. And they always yeah. smile and say hello back. And it's a lovely moment. And it is, it's the little gesture. You can't make a fool of yourself while you're walking, lads. It's not possible. You can't make a fool of yourself. And even if you do smile. Who cares? And they might take the home. Yeah, but if you smile and say hello and then they don't do it back and like you're not going to be like going home fucking feeling scarlet, but they are going to be going home going, I'm right and I didn't say hello back. Same. I've only ever felt scarlet when I've not responded. Exactly. I've so, never felt scarlet doing it. Do it and you you probably feel so much happier because there's be loads of people that will smile and say hello back to you and it is that kind of like we're all in this together kind of feeling. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. yeah. I totally agree. Yeah, I would say that's that that'd be my protocol now when it comes to walking. Although there are people who have been like you know, in small parks and stuff. Yeah. Um been like, uh, you can't walk this way. There's who who one, said that? One way system. Who said that? I don't there's people on Facebook. I haven't encountered it myself now, but um there have been people going, uh, since when is the park a fucking one way system? Like who put that in place? Oh really? I'd say there's a few residents' WhatsApp stuff, you know. Oh, I tell you. Yeah. Let them know. Yeah. A lot of people saying having the husband around 24 7. Um, yes, can computers can relate. A, a lot of people saying they're sick of the husband's breeding and they wish they were joking, but they're really not. So, like, one compared her husband to Darth Vader. Um, just saying he just breeds very fucking loudly. There's an awful lot of those ones. Okay. Yeah, um, Darth Vader. Okay, okay. Uh, one says, I have a massive Labrador and you're on your own. Surely you can walk on the road for two seconds. Mm. Oh, sorry, that, that must be a continuation. Oh, look, people always expecting you. Oh, this was the first part of that. So, people always expecting you to move when you're walking on the path. I have a massive Labrador and you're on your own. Surely you can walk on the road for two seconds. Okay, so that's about dodging and stuff like that. Um, follow my protocol, people. Follow my protocol. Yes, um, follow Jen. I'll get Jen to put up a post on uh, on the profile here, being like Jen's how to of how to walk yeah. on the path. <laughs> From uh, yeah, there's another one here about the amount of people still advertising pure shite. I will never need. I've I've talked about this fucking people doing AF links for like loungewear. Um, just like mentioning stuff, and Claire is our friend, obviously, but just saying stupid shit. Like Claire turned around one day and she was like, "Oh, get one of these infrared thermometers, you know, the ones that don't touch off." She's like, "These are great presents for like baby showers or for like new parents." And and I was just like, I felt like saying, "Claire, it's the middle of a pandemic. These things are short. Nobody's going to be having a baby shower for a while. Like, <laughs> just read the fucking room, Do you know." I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, she did it. No, I, I thought it was fucking gas. Like, do you know I mean, she obviously didn't even realise it was nothing sinister. But there are people who are coming on advertising shit that we're probably not going to need for a fucking year. Like, do you know? And I loved Havas, the PR company. They have been emailing me, but it hasn't been for press drops. I haven't gotten any press drops. And if I'm offered one, I'll be saying no to it because I just feel like it's fucking irrelevant at this time I know people are still doing it and it there are people who are still online shopping and whatever you're into it's just not my bag at the moment but have asked the PR company have it been emailing me 
asking me to share like there was a charity thing for the Jack and Jill Foundation then there was another thing for COVID for comfort getting the tablets into the care home so that people can communicate with their family and stuff I loved that they did that instead of getting in touch with me saying here Jen we have a package from Fanta that we'd love to send out to you you know I'd have to not agree <laughs> I know, yeah, you see, it, it is different because there are people still shopping, like people feel differently about this, that's just the kind of... I'm fucking shopping like it's going out of fashion, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you see, this is the thing, it's just, it's different people, but I am seeing a lot in the box complaining of people getting press drops and stuff like that because it's irrelevant to them, but I mean, there are people who are still shopping, you know, so it's, it's, a, it's just where your head is at the moment but you also have to remember that like yeah we're all struggling we're in a pandemic blah 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 blah. i do fucking totally get it people hated people getting press drops before this this is just giving them an excuse to be like oh it's ridiculous that company and i do feel like yeah read the room there is certain things that are just not as important but Mm -hmm. these are still businesses that have to be a business once this is over if this is over i know so like they still have to like make their sales they still have to you know their their things were digital marketing anyway do you know what I mean that everything was over online they used influencers all that other kind of crack what I don't like I don't agree with everything but I agree with the majority of it especially if it's stuff that's been happening before I just feel like just this thing with influencers fuck me people just hate them yeah you know and it's like okay and like it, it is annoying hello I'm the queen of the rant here there is things that they do that is absolute bullshit and is annoying but I think when it comes to like press drops and all that other kind of crack yeah there is a time and a place but you also have to remember that these companies are trying to make a profit they're trying to continue on to do what they were doing beforehand they're trying to stay open they're trying to stay open like yeah you know and I I get it like a lot of I saw this person be like oh my god I'm so annoyed at you know where's the support for small Irish businesses and like there still is that supporter there but like people are people at the end of the day and they're going to buy what they're going to buy. And I do feel like you should support Irish where you could support Irish. But if you don't have the facilities for what I'm looking for, fuck off. Uh, I'd also say as well, because there's this like shop small tag on Instagram now for stories. Yeah. So people can tag a shop small thing and then tag a company like a small Irish company, which is a great idea. But we have talked about this in the past and I heard it, I think some something on the telly the other day was about um, doing staycations when the restrictions are lifted and stuff like that. And me and my whole family said it. We were kind of like, yeah, if it wasn't so fucking expensive, we would. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, I had this conversation. Like, it's kind of like going down to fucking centre parks or whatever or going down to like just just a hotel or a fucking a farm thing or a, an Airbnb. It's just like sorry why are you more expensive than two weeks in Spain why but that's exactly it isn't it and I like I get it like Ireland inflation all that other kind of crack like whatever but like that is one of the biggest things because I was having a conversation with uh, Nadia who travels a lot and she put up on her like her content at the moment is great by the way if you're a wine drinker she's been doing a lot of stuff on wine and champagne she did the course um but she was talking about how travel she doesn't think is ever going to go back to the way it was i believe when you see the fucking like the damage that was done just from people traveling from this pandemic alone it's like oh that's a bit mad 
it's a bit scary like and she was like I just don't feel like we're ever going to travel the way that we did and she was saying how she's really excited to start exploring more of Ireland and like I would love to I just can't justify spending 350 quid on two nights in Connemara yeah I I just can't do it lads Mm, the exact same opinion and I mean I saw I went on to somebody had put up that small business thing um the other day as well and I I was just like oh it was something got to do with like selling kids stuff and I was like oh I'll go on to that and see what the crack is there now because I was like oh yes part small all this sort of stuff and she showed a baby bag that she was selling for like 50 quid I've seen that on wish 10 times over yeah. for, tw- for 12 euro so sorry now but where are you getting it from what's your profit margin and I know companies have to but don't set up a company purely with the whole thing of I can get it in from China I'll sell it for this price yeah just like yeah that's drop shipping essentially like exactly like don't set up a company with that in mind you know what I mean like if it's the company if I believe in the company's message or if they're around fucking years and they started with this but now they're selling this okay I can kind of get around it it's faster shipping whatever I'll support them but when somebody sets up a company that purely just gets shit in from AliExpress and Wish and then sell it for like 50 quid more expensive I'm like fuck off yeah. I'll go to Wish I'll I'll wait the six to nine months like I actually can't do <laughs> I can't with you. Six to nine months. <laughs> There's, I, and I'm all for supporting small and small businesses and stuff like that. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but they're taking advantage of us. So what do you do? Like, yeah, yeah. Like they're and taking the piss. They're being greedy bastards. So I don't I, know. But I am of the opinion. I'm like, yes, I'd love to. Like, my dad has an Irish business. Do you know what I mean? And like, I mean, you know, he works in steelworks too. So things can mm. be outsourced. And it's, it's obviously, it's great now that you know, he's working with HSE and blah, 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 and all that other kind of crack. And I, I am one of those people where I'm like, yeah, sometimes it can be a little bit more expensive, but it's also Irish and you're getting the fact that it's a, you know, customer service, blah, 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 all those other aspects. It's in your own country. You're not dealing with any yeah. of the, like time zones or any of that other kind of shit, like if you're outsourcing from China. But then at the same time, there is a level of people just feeling like they deserve it just because they're an Irish business. Yeah, there's, I'm there's like, a lot. Well, be a good Irish business. There's plenty of them. Yeah, that's be a good thing. one. There, there is a difference. Like, yeah, I would be doing my research on some of the businesses because some people that just set themselves up on Instagram to sell shit, you need to be looking into that. Oh, here, listen. Like some of the shit that I've seen, and this is actually just this isn't even part of a quarantine rant. I think this is an all the time rant. Stop putting CEO in your bio. If I see one more person put fucking CEO of a fucking few AliExpress lip glosses or eyelashes, I'm going to fucking hop off a cliff. Like for a business that isn't even registered. CEO, like for a business that doesn't even pay taxes. Like, would you fucking behave? You don't even have a VAT number. Like, literally, I'm like, would you actually giddy up and get out of here? Like, the amount of people that are like, I'm a CEO. I'm a 19-year-old CEO. Like, you are in your absolute holy shite. Like, would you get off me? Yeah, yeah. Get off me. Like, Google CEO. (laughs) CEOs generally report to, like, stakeholders in a business or a board of executives. Yeah. (laughs) Your board of executives are your man, your dad. That doesn't make sense, like. Yeah, yeah. Talking about raising capital. How about you, like, work a proper job for a while to raise enough money to start your own fucking business rather than trying to hound everybody else? Like, would you get off me? Get off me. All right. I can't. That is just something that, oh, from deep down, I just, I I hate that shit. I'm like, how are you pretending to? (laughs) 
the it. internet a people people that you don't fucking know yeah yeah oh i don't know like and then again it's this fucking culture where they're like i saw it in so Sumi's bio so i'm gonna pop it in mine please don't yeah please stop doing that she, she has a bat number yeah she actually does <laughs> she's a bat number and quite a few products at this point oh, oh. Stuff. um i'm trying to look for other ones here it's very repetitive um, let me just see. Oh, yeah, nothing good on the telly. So I think this is why I'm still in the middle of watching normal people. And it is good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking away from that. But I think that's why, like, they are actually so lucky that a pandemic hit because nothing else is getting made. And it's the only new thing on the telly Not is normal people. So it's going through the fucking roof. I don't know, Jen. I have to disagree. think so. Yeah, I think it landed at a right time, but you also have to remember that we are in a place of like Netflix and bleeding, you know, all that other crack. Um, and I feel like um, with normal people, it's a story that's not been told before. Uh, d- absolutely, yeah, it definitely is. I just, it's... And I just, I have to say, just hats off to Sally Rooney because it, it's an incredible book. It's been, and it's been directed beautifully and the, the casting was unbelievable. Yeah, like yeah. everything about it has just been so perfect and it's not for everyone I'm not saying that it's not for like it's definitely not for everyone and sometimes like even myself yeah. looking back at it and I'm, I'm like wasn't that great and I'm like yeah it was actually when I break yeah. it down in my head it was <laughs> I'm I'm still only kind of halfway through it and it was very slow I'm sorry at yeah. the start it was yeah. so slow and it's frustrating too you're like speak up <laughs> yeah which is why I don't think it's it's the same opinion that I have on some of the songs that take off on TikTok. Yeah, like they, they would they would not be this successful were it not for this. So like some like Doja Cat song would not be as successful if it wasn't for TikTok. Normal people would not be as successful if it wasn't for the pandemic. I'm sorry, it just wouldn't. I don't think that way. I just, I just, well, now I'm still to finish it. I could completely fucking eat me words and I've done so in the past and I've no problem admitting it. I can let you know next episode. Um, but at the moment, I'm just like, <laughs> what's happening? What's after happening? Um, so they're in college. Uh, <laughs> they're in college. Oh, so he's, he's after having to move home to Sligo for the summer. Oh, it's about to kick off, yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm yet to hear the... It's about like, to kick off. About to, yeah. Okay. About so to kick off. Yeah, no, the first few episodes you are, you're a bit like, this is really slow. But And you know what? Because I thought it all came out at the same time, I was only after watching four episodes. I remember you like sent me a message, going, message saying it, oh, just finish normal people and balling. And I thought you yeah. were only after finishing the same episode. And I was like, why was Carla crying? <laughs> what is actually wrong with her? Is she tipping herself over the edge like what was wrong with her so you had obviously finished it at that stage and I'm I was still very much in the depths of the most boring scenes I've ever seen in my life yeah no, there's so much silence you're like, you know. oh, it's like <laughs> fucking a, a good actor's version of Twilight it's like oh what will you do something yeah you actually do something you're like speak speak yeah. um no I have to say like with the, th- the thing is with normal people as well it's like you have to remember, like for me particularly, I don't watch a lot of Irish stuff. I've tried and I, I can't get my head around it because mm. I hate, like love hate. I can't, like I don't like violence. I really can't deal with violence. So yeah. I never watched Red Rock. I never watched Love Hate. 
um, I watched episodes obviously and I was like, this is not for me. Like the rape scene in Love Hate is in my brain. I'll never forget it. Yes. Yeah, I'll never, though, ever it? forget it. You know? Did you, ever, did you see 13 Reasons Why? Yeah. I can't. Same. And like can't like that scene is embedded into my head yeah both they, of those they, they actually they removed that hannah's suicide and um yeah tyler's tyler's rape, rape. yeah no i like in my head embedded into my brain yeah. and like even the other my sister's obsessed with it like she was watching gangs of um london is it gangs of london I don't know. And like there's one where your man drugs him and he's talking to him and he slits his wrists and it's oh my god, it's so bad. Like and he makes it look like a suicide. Your man, like, he's just there and he's like, imagine that happening to you and being drugged and being like, I'm actually gonna die and this is gonna look like my own suicide. Like, oh I just can't. Like that that will stay with me forever. Yeah, yeah. I know so, I guess there are some scenes on shows that are like Yeah, that I'm just like, yikes, I'll never recover from them. Yeah. Like, you know, the little old lady dying in up. I can't. Like, it's just it's with me. Like it's scarred there, me for life. Yeah, there is a few uh, ones that uh, that Hilary Swank was in it. it was it's like you know, Black Beauty Black. lads. Oh, I mean, not a sinister. Not a sinister, but like, is it Lady? I think her name's Lady. When Lady, when he sees Lady's body on the cart, oh my god, that horse! <laughs> I just fell from. But um, like those things deeply disturb me and deeply affect me. So I. I feel like a lot of the a lot of the art of perfect like Sarah Sitchin, a lot of the stuff that we produce is real like you know crime drama, like police, all that other kind of stuff. And I'm just I'm not I'm not about that life. I just can't handle it. It's just not for me. So like normal people to me was like, it was so relatable. Yeah, yeah. It was unbelievably relatable. Okay. And it's not going to hit that way for everyone. Yeah, yeah. But even like the way that he feels in college, like the whole you know the school stuff all of that crack it just hit deep like right okay yeah. like, so there you go that's that's how i feel about normal people okay you know? yeah yeah it's uh i'm i'm yet to make up my mind about it i have um, someone here this is kind of i'm howling because i, I replied to it while we, i was made to read it out i replied to it because i was i was screaming because i am one of these people um Someone said, I'm, I'm sick of bloggers getting free takeaway meals and cook at home meals kits sent to them. I'm living in the back of beyond in West Limerick and the nearest takeaway to me invented the fucking coronavirus. It wasn't a bat. Sorry, <laughs> 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 you just came home. <laughs> she goes, sorry, I just came home after a 12 hour shift as an essential worker, worker social care. If I see one more bastard stream steaming a brioche burger bun, I'll fuck my phone off the wall. <laughs> She needs to come on this podcast. Like. And I said, I'm howling because I'm one of those people that got a takeaway meal. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got um uh, Kinvara. Oh, fab. And oh my God, it was so nice. <laughs> Hashtag gifted. Hashtag gifted. And it was unbelievable. Like, And I have to say, it was such a nice pick me up. You've no idea how much I needed that. I was like nearly crying to Tom. I was like, if they want to give me a free meal. Like, ah. He was like, all right, relax. And I was like, it's just the nicest gesture. I've just been struggling. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, cool, okay. But like, and I think it's a, I think it's a nice idea because even with the boxes, like I was going to order the 777 box, which is an unbelievable Mexican in town. Um, There's been a few times where I've been on the verge there of ordering it. Um, and... I just think it's like a piece of 
it's a piece of restaurant, you know. I'm just craving yeah. someone else making my fucking food. Yeah, definitely. And well, I think the takeaway, it's not the same, is it? Like, It's not, no. But, I mean, a lot of restaurants and cafes and stuff are doing takeaways. I know, like, and I think it's brilliant. I love it. The fact yeah. that Blanche now has things that aren't Burger King and McDonald's gives me life. Yeah, like, you can get an Eddie Rockets, you can get, like, even the Paddock's Pub are doing takeaway food, and you can even yeah. get, like, the cocktails and the, the milkshakes and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like um, that. I can, like, I don't, I don't know, it's a, it's a weird one where, with the free stuff, I'm kind of on the fence with it yeah. during this, because I just feel like any PR at the moment, I just feel like, stop the world, I know these businesses have to stay open, but it's, it's, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not interested in anything anybody is shilling at the moment myself. That's fair. Yeah, I'm just, I, I'd be on that kind of, the side of things. Um, and but I, 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 I am feel- uber interested. Give me more. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a little bit too involved, I would have to say. Right. Okay. Well, you're, you're on the other side of it. Um, I'm just trying to look through because these are also, um, Oh, there was a message actually. I think I flagged it on the unpopular opinion page. Yeah, I have it I here. Want, yeah, I want to talk about it because it's about like the essential workers versus healthcare workers thing. Okay. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, go for it. So it said, for the podcast today, please don't share my name. What is annoying me more than anything throughout this pandemic is people treating essential shop workers so badly. Raising their voices, being impatient, acting aggressively. The people acting like this are the same ones who stand condescendingly clapping for healthcare workers and telling us how great we all are. I'm frontline staff and I've been and I have been throughout this pandemic dealing with COVID patients daily. For years I've been abused, mainly verbal, by people when trying to do my job, and all of a sudden people who have a slight glimpse of the reality of what we face every day are commending us. We've never had so much support in this country as we do today, and it makes one and it makes one hopeful that people will begin to treat all people with respect. But alas, every day I go to get groceries, I see the public treating these shop workers the same way they used to treat healthcare workers. It absolutely sickens me. Do genuine healthcare workers a favour and save your condescending collapse and remember this when dealing with all people and when dealing with healthcare staff in the distant future. The people who stood at tails and little with no perspects or masks for weeks are the real heroes here. The haulage drivers to cross borders to bring Ireland food, the post service, etc. Treat every single person with respect, not just the face mask guard, instant ones. Sorry for the rant, but I feel like I'm in a position to comment on this. What do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, she's like, and you know what? Like, I have to, I'm, I've lost my temper a few times in shops. I, people are pricks and I think her message is just so important. But just for, like, not even in a pandemic, like, don't be a prick. Yeah. Stop being a prick. Like, imagine you and work and some fucker coming up and just shouting in your face about something that's completely out of your control. You're working on a shop floor. Oh, it happens often. Like, and I think that the reason why I've lost my temper has generally, like, and I have put my hands up, I absolutely have lost my temper, is because of, and I get it, I understand they're under so much stress, they're probably fucking over it at this, and I'm no different to anybody else. But I do think there's a tone that you take with people. Yeah. And if, you, if you're if you going to be sharp with me, expect a sharp response. Yeah, very true. You know, and it is kind of one of those things, like, if you're going to be sharp with me, get ready, because I'll fire off. <laughs> like, Are you speaking from this 
perspective of being a consumer or a worker? Oh, a consumer. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like there's a way of speaking to people. I feel like there's a way of communicating with people. Like, for instance, yesterday, me and Tom went up to do the shop. And my dad is obviously, he's diabetes, high blood pressure, so he's um, high risk. So we're not letting him shop. And it's like his favorite thing to do. And he keeps trying to sneak off to the shops and it's not fucking happening, right? So it's kind of been left up to me and Tom. Now, Tom is an essential worker and obviously he works at the hospital as well. And the whole idea around having the badges is that Tom works his hours in the hospital with patients, with, you know, in the offices, doing whatever. That's what he does, right? The whole idea of letting essential workers skip the queue is because they are, they can't come to the shop any other day. Yeah, yeah. Or any other time. So, like, yesterday was the only time me and Tom could go up to Dunn's. Yeah. Do you get me? So, we could only go up tomorrow, or yesterday, because he gets home from work, everything else like that. It just doesn't it doesn't fit in. So, the weekends are the only time that I could do my shop, you know? Yeah. Fucking frustrating, but it is what it is. And we are standing in the essential workers queue because the queue was all the way back to M&S. <laughs> in, yeah, like, yeah. Dunn's to M&S. That's one side of the center to the other. So he was like, fuck it, I'm going to use my badge. He's never used his badge before. So he's like, fuck it, I'm going to use my badge, whatever. So he's I haven't to- used my badge either. I just, yeah. <laughs> How did it feel? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was it was mad. I was like, oh my God. Because like, before, and I do see it because Tom was like, I'm not a doctor. And I'm like, you're not a doctor, but you are still working in the fucking hospital, Tom. Yeah. I was like, that's what I feel. At risk. It's like, that's exactly how I feel when yeah. I'm, I'm like, because I have a badge from my car, which is fair enough. It's better. I was told when I was going back to work, oh, you need a letter. Um, but this I this Irish Pharmacy Union badge, it's like a tax disc. Yeah. And uh, you throw it into your car, so it just it gets you through like checkpoints quicker and stuff like that. But there's yeah. also a badge for going to the top of queues. And a few of my colleagues have used them on their lunches, which is fair enough. Yeah. Um, but I've also seen people using them, like, and they have the baby with them. I don't, I don't know what their situation is. They don't look like to be in uniform. It looks like it's their day off and stuff. And I, even me, as somebody with one of them badges, I'm like, oh, I just don't know how I feel about it. Do you know? Yeah, and it, and you know what? And it was funny because yesterday I just went up with them, not thinking, you know. Yeah. We normally shop together because to be honest, we have such a big list. It just gets to, like, we take two trolleys and we mince around. Do you get me? Like, there is generally, we go through some amount of food in the scaff, as you might see from my Instagram post. <laughs> we rally through the food around here. But um, I just kind of wasn't thinking. And I was just with them. And your mom was like, do you have a badge too? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> oh. I was like, no, I'm sorry. And your man went off on me. <gasps> Did he? He's like, well, I can't really let you in, can I? Because uh, you're not an essential worker and it's taken away from another person in the queue. So it's not it's not really fair, is it? And I felt like going, is that the way you handle this situation? Instead okay. of just being like, sorry, this queue is only for essential workers. I would have been like, shit, sorry, totally forgot myself. You don't go off on someone. Yeah. So I just went, right, fuck this. And I was like, right, Tom, go on. Yeah, yeah, I was like, sorry, but you know, and I was like, I was like, I'm actually, and I literally just went, I'm not actually speaking to you. I was like, go on, Tom. And I went and I sat on the bench on my phone, and he ran comes over to me and he was like, do you want tea and coffee? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, does it fucking look like I want tea and coffee? I want a fucking apology. <laughs> do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, no, there's no no need for the attitude regardless of the situation or regardless of how many people he's had to tell. Because I like I do like you said but, before you start talking about this, I would imagine there's a there's a good amount of that, and he's constantly yeah. repeating himself. Yeah, he's yeah, now definitely. Yeah, but like, there's no need for that attitude. Yeah, and I think that like I mean, people being people being rude to retail workers is not a brand new thing. Sorry to let everyone know, it's not a new gig. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like all round, people should be fucking nice. Nice, and that's what that person is saying. They're obviously saying like you do have to be nice at all times, and I do understand it is really frustrating and people, and it is annoying and it's gas because I can't remember. Remember when we could just walk into Tesco? I can't. <laughs> I don't remember what that. We just went into Tesco. You just walked yeah. in. It's mad. You walked into Duns, and that's what I'm saying. Like I was in the wrong there, and I'm sure he was fucking sick of telling people. But me yeah. and Tom were the only per- people in that essential workers queue. Yeah, yeah. And like, I'm, like if he just was like, sorry, it's only people with essential worker badges, I would have been like, grand, yeah, sorry, totally lost my head there. I don't know why I thought that I could just float on in, but you're here, listen, whatever. But it was the, like, your man just went rasher and I was like, whoa, you've been waiting a while to let that out. Yeah, yeah, I get you. But I do understand their frustrations at the same time, but I do think there's a time and a place. And as I said, like, being rude to retail workers is is not a brand new gig. Yeah. Like, I can't begin to express the amount of times I've been screamed at because something's been out of stock. <laughs> you know? I not- know. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's nothing got to do with the person who's working on the shop floor. Like, people just lose their shit. But I like that because it's all the time. It's like, just please remember, just not even to be nice. You don't even have to be friendly. Just be fucking reasonable, like. Yeah, and I do think, like, and there has been, a, and there's been a couple of times, like, I was in Little. And I totally forgot where I was. And I was up someone's hole. Like I was up their hole. And they turned around and they kind of just looked at me and I was like, Jesus, sorry. I, was, I just, I'm sorry, sorry. And they're like, no, it's grand. I was like, sorry. Yeah. You know, because you do forget yourself sometimes. I go, oh, yeah. Jesus, here I am actually up your arse Um, But then there's been other times where people have just not respected my space. And it's at that point, like, do you turn around and do you say to people, do you want to be a kind of arsehole? But then at the same time, you're like, why are you actually riding my arse right now? yeah i get it yeah mm. you might as well climb into my fucking trolley at this point and start wearing the face off me yeah 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 that's how close you are to me might as well cough on my neck like <laughs> <laughs> you lurker um let me see now i have another one <laughs> Carla. bloggers moaning about quarantine and showing off the free food deliveries and others are in more need yeah there you go now that's you told that's fucking me that's me t- and I, I wouldn't mind yeah. i replied i literally replied to um that uh listener the one who first sent it in she was like ah don't worry you deserve it and i was like don't <laughs> i was like ah. hey, that's me <laughs> fucking hell um let me just see now it's so hard when I'm going into work and go past groups of people that just don't care anymore. Look, the complacency is getting annoying, especially for people who are hell-bent on sticking to the rules. I think everybody's pissed off with complacency, apart from the people who are being complacent. Can we agree? Yeah. 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 I yeah. Agree. But at the same time as well, like, I'm... Like, say... I'll get a text or whatever and it'll be like, look at her, look at it, look what they're doing, look at this going on, I'm fucking sick of this. And I'm kind of trying to explain to people like, okay, for everyone you see, there is a hundred that you don't. This is happening all over the fucking place. Don't take it personal, 
chill yourself out. You're sticking to the rules. You're doing your bit. You'd be grand. Now I know we should be calling out people when they're 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 like they're breaking the rules, but I, if you're not willing to call them out, then maybe just don't talk about them at all. Yeah, I feel it. You know, I feel you. Yeah, because I'm just getting a lot of like a lot of uh, people saying, oh, "Well, now I don't really get." See, it depends. The whole street party thing. What do you think of that? See, it's a weird one because my street had a party. Where they never would have before. Absolutely. Never speak to each other before. Yeah. So the whole thing is, right, because obviously you're seeing things on the news um, of like there was a there was a a block of flats the other week here. We're all doing like Saturday night out on the street. Now they were doing all social distancing or whatever. And that was shown on the news. So like that obviously wasn't breaking any rules. Like, if they're willing to show it on the news, they like, they wouldn't want to be encouraging something that they don't stand by. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, it's in one sense, okay, you've actually never done this before, so why the fuck are you doing it now during a fucking quarantine? Of all times, you shouldn't be doing it now. But at the same time, it's keeping up morale in a lot of places if you're doing it right. Yeah, well, I think that there is a level of, like, I mean, Tom made the point yesterday, like, the kids on my road are not social distancing, they're fucking in each other's pockets, like, you know what I mean? Well, like, this is, like, yeah, I mean, I've heard of, like, kids that are never out playing, never out playing, and they haven't fucking been inside the house during quarantine, and none of them are social distancing. Likewise, I've heard of street parties where people are drunk all over each other, but then I've seen like footage of street parties where people are out playing bingo loco but they're all in their own gardens yeah distancing, and it looks like fucking great crack i know and it's i wish that like morale and they're yeah. probably going to be a closer community after this because of it yeah well i mean i'm friendlier to my neighbors well this is the thing like i don't really talk to my neighbors but i'm sure if one of us and it could be i, I could do it print out a few flyers hey we're gonna do bingo loco this like Friday at eight, be out in your garden, get your little deck chair out or whatever. Loads of people come out and we'd all have fucking grey crack. That's all it takes. And then I'm sure we would be a lot closer because of it. Like me personally, years ago in this estate, we did nothing but had street parties, went to Mosney as a group on a couple of mini buses. Like it was such a great community. Yeah. I miss, I miss that. Like, yeah. Oh, like here we have the opportunity to do that sort of stuff, but you do get the the people who are giving out about it saying, oh, you never did it before. But if it's done right, I think it's okay. Yeah, I think it's a sign of the times, though. I mean, people aren't, people are a lot more, you know, choosy, I would have to say, because not everyone, but back in the day, it used to be like, they're my neighbour, like, as if they're, like, my best mate. Yeah. I don't really feel like that's the way that we move forward with these things anymore, because it's like, they could no. be your neighbour and you could never speak to them. I'm like, not in the way that, I'm a bit of a recluse, but like there is some people on my road that just irritate me. <laughs> yeah, I'd be the same. Yeah, but like that, we we barely even wave at each other in cars anymore. Oh, I I wouldn't really. I'd like say hi if I have to walk by them, but otherwise, I don't know what it is. It's probably the social. Again, I should probably take the fucking finger out of my hole and actually give them a wave. But it is just one of those things, and I do. I don't agree with like parties for party's sake but I do agree with the fact that like people want something to look forward to if they're doing it like stop moaning about what other people are doing just don't fucking do it yourself yeah yeah exactly I well look listen I personally think 
the whole idea of this podcast if it's done right if people are sticking to their own gardens if it's like an hour and a half of bingo loco or whatever yeah having a few drinks out having a bit of a laugh like that something to look forward to it's boosting morale i think go for it i i've just seen so many complaints about it but at the same time i've also seen as much footage of people making the effort with their neighbors and i think it's it's great like yeah and i think that's the thing i do i do i much prefer the fact that like i am making more of an effort with my neighbor and i have i have noticed like we have a set of neighbors here the ones that we're not attached to yeah yeah and they he does be banging out the chains and he's got great uh He's got great, what you call it, um, music taste. Yeah, well, I mean, the over in Barry Park, where Adam, with the dogs and where Adam is, they do Bingo Loco every two weeks. So there's a fella who does, like, entertainment, like, party. So he has a set of decks and an amp. So he got, it's like one of these cul-de-sacs where there's, like, an aisle. It's a really old estate in Finglas. Yeah. So, like, it's a square, but then there's another little bit off the square. And then there's, like, a bit of pavement, a step up bit of pavement in the middle of all those little houses so he stands there with his jacks with his little lamp and everybody goes out to their gardens and they have like i don't know how they print off the, the but these people would usually go to bingo anyway yeah you know i know I um, got it. and they have their little bingo here and he does bingo local and then he'll stop in the middle of it and he'll blast a tune and everybody has to get up and dance it's fucking great crap that's like. cool crap like and i think it's funny because like even say with your man next door the reason why i'm so shocked is that like he's an architect um, his wife is really quiet. His kids are like always flat out on the road or whatever. But uh, you know, you're like, I didn't realize you had cool music taste. <laughs> yeah, 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 I guess. <laughs> like, I thought you were just a boring architect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh look at you, he's a personality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's the people that were attached to. We've been like, I mean, like they are older, like, and they are like they're mates with my dad and stuff like that. And all their kids have kind of grown up and have moved out or whatever. But their kids will be. Uh, they flow back with their with their grandchildren, you know, crack like that. But uh, I now have this wave on my road of like you you've seen it, Jen. There's so many children on my road nowadays. Yeah, went from having no kids on my road to having like what seems like a million. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's and it's funny kind of seeing the the tides change. Um, there's one here that hit really like close to home. So I want to speak a little bit, a little bit about it. And it says having to eat meals regularly, consistently, like I'm sick of having dinner. Uh, I am the same. I feel like I don't stop eating when I eat all meals, but like when I don't skip one. I'm cooking and I'm eating and I'm cooking and I'm eating and I'm eating and I'm cooking and I'm cooking again <laughs> and I'm baking. It's like that TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cooking in the house and I'm eating in the house but Cooking. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, I'm in the house eating, cooking in the house and I'm in the house eating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, I get you. It does, it does feel like that. It takes up so much time. Like, when Adam brings Bobby out for a walk, right? This is one of my little things. And I know I have like 45 minutes to an hour and my mom goes, no, we'll get something to eat. And I know I have something to do, like something life admin to do. Yeah. Or I have to like do something like podcast related or whatever. I'm like, why are you taking up my fucking time with eating? Yes, I know. Stop suggesting that. <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah, I get you. I'm like, I can't wear all the meals of the day. And also I'm just, I'm bored of deciding. Yeah. I, so I put this up on Twitter. 
And I was like, before you move on, because this is one of the reasons why I feel like I'm lucky that I'm in work, because when I'm in work, I have all of my mails of the day and I look forward to them. They're not a boredom, like. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I look forward to my little brunch, look forward to my lunch. Then I look forward to my evening break, like a little digestive biscuit or whatever. And then look forward to my dinner when I'm on, on my way home. So interesting makes a difference but when I'm off work I'm like fuck off I will not eat all day and then I will have my dinner in the evening thank you so much leave me alone goodbye I feel you yeah because I can't be dealing I feel you now um (laughs) someone here said friends complain and I this one hit hard as well friends complaining that they're bored doing a master's would love the chance to be bored yeah how do you feel about that See, there's two sides of the coin. The people who are really fucking bored wish that they had something to do and they're probably not motivated enough to get into something that they could do. And then the people who haven't stopped are wondering what it would be like. Because me, myself, I'm like, oh, quarantine, not having to go to work, not having any kids. What's that like? Wouldn't it be nice? Yeah. And the people in that position are like, oh, you're so lucky you're in work. Like, you have something to look forward to. You have a bit of normality about you. Your mind is never left idle for too long. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, like, there is two flips of the coin. I'd be on the, like, what kills me personally is the fact that I work all day. And then by the time I'm finished working, my house is full of people. So you have no downtime to yourself. I've no, I've no time to myself. I don't have time to myself. It's just not a thing. Yeah. The only time I have time for myself is if I tell everyone to leave me alone and go sit in my bedroom like a petulant teenager. Yeah. Because everything else is me. So like the only, this is, this is what kills me. It's the fact that like I haven't sat on my couch and I don't know how long. Yeah, yeah. Because by the time I'm finished with everything, my sister is very much plunked there watching something. I get you. Well, you know? now I don't really share the rest of me house if it's during the day and I have Bobby with me and he's on his play mats and he's eating or whatever that's fine but like I don't really once Bobby's in bed I just kind of stay in my room so like he's asleep that's fine I kind of get that time to myself yeah um and then like but downstairs I don't I wouldn't really get time downstairs by myself apart from that five minutes in the evening where I'm washing the bottles but somebody's always mincing in and out of the kitchen then you know (laughs) and it's like yeah I, I don't know how to explain it but it's like I get home I literally shut down my computer and it's like what do you want to have for dinner do you want to go on a walk do you want to I'm like oh yeah, yeah I get you I think so many other like going by the responses here I know this sounds like we're just doing an awful lot of talking about ourselves um I think everyone's here are. By. Yeah, we th- are. yeah I think we are but there's a lot of people who are going through the exact same thing going by the the result like the responses you know and I do feel like I tried like I think it was a week or two ago I think I spoke about this but I was trying to practice gratitude and I know I'm really lucky and I know like I'll look back at this time when I'm older and I'll be like oh my god how lucky was I that I had all that time with my dad and how lucky I was like yeah, to have yeah. like that time to not pay bills really and to you know kind of like relax and just take because in another on another aspect is that I think it's taken a lot of like um social guilt off people how do you mean in the way that like you know the way so many times you're asked to do things and you just don't know why you don't want to do them you don't know why you don't want to go into town you don't know why you don't want to go on this holiday you yeah don't know just why, like, 
yeah, you don't know why you're not ours to book this, or you don't know why you're not ours to go to this festival, or blah, blah, blah. And I think it's taken a lot of that kind of like anxiety away from people because I know I like I sometimes I make decisions I do them and I I was on the dance time the other day like I get really anxious before I go away no matter what no matter when no matter who I mm. don't want to go yeah and I always get that no if I'm going away for a weekend if I'm going away for a week if I'm going away for fucking whatever like the week the day before I left for traveling I was like I'm not doing this right like yeah. fully. And it's just anxiety and I know I'll get over it, but it's a horrible feeling. And it's the feeling of having to like wake up, go to the airport, in the travel, transiting, being on the plane, on the bus, on the, you know, all that kind of stuff. It like gives me fear and anxiety. And in case I forget something, that's another thing. I'm always like up the walls. I'm like, oh my God, what if I forget this? Or what if I don't bring this? Or what if I don't do this? Or what if I don't do that? And like, there's been times where I've forgotten my fucking makeup brushes and I've been fine. You know, it's grand, but it's like that kind of anxiety. So I do feel like on the flip on on one side, it's taken a lot of that away because all I have to do is concentrate on saving. And and as I said, this would be a perfect time to buy a house. Unbelievable time to buy a gaff. And I'd love to, in a way, I feel so much pressure because I'm like, I need to just do this now. We have everything. We have all our money in order. We've got everything in order. We've all our bits and bobs in order. We need to just apply. And then in another way, I'm like, I really don't want to do this because I feel like I'm committing to something that I, you know, all that kind of crack. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's kind of, it's on, but then one thing that this quarantine has taught me is that I need my own space. I don't function properly without it. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I get you. You know, and I think that's a lot of people are kind of suffering with that both ways. Cause it's like, yes, I'm grateful. I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky that I have my own room. I'm so lucky that I have a studio that I can set up for my work in the home. You know, I'm really lucky that I have a back garden. Yeah. You know, but it still doesn't make it any less fucking annoying in my head. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Esmond um, said lives on Insta. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, they're not annoying me as much, but at the beginning it was like, will you fuck off? I know. The amount of them. Like, That's just, just needlessly. Oh, here, listen, people are doing a live and I'm like, just do an Instagram TV video. Then people can tune in and tune out. That's why I like them. Yeah, they're just, they're, some of them are just fucking, like if they're, if you're going on with a purpose, fair enough. Like Alison Spittle does this thing where everybody watches a movie at the same time. Oh, co-video? Yeah, it's brilliant. Like, But it's, it's an actual niche thing. Like it's a, there's a purpose to it. Yeah. Whereas, Instead of people just getting on and going, hey, reading the comments, oh, hey, Kirsty, uh, hey, how are you tonight? All this shit. Like, fuck off. I feel like it is really jarring. Like, there is people that are doing series that I enjoy, but again, I just, the live aspect, I think it annoys people because it keeps flashing up on their fucking phones. I think that's why it does, and it ruins your whole feed. If you and you're just like, don't complain. If you tap on the screen, it makes the comment just come up one at a time. Oh, really? No way. I've had to do that because when you go live with Claire, it's obviously, I can only see half of one of his faces. Oh, so I I tap the thing and, and then only one comment comes up at a time. So it's a lot smaller. Maybe you could pop onto the fucking live and tell everybody that, huh? <laughs> oh, did you want me to pop onto the live? Pop onto the live and maybe explain to people because I don't, I don't, that's another thing that I don't really understand. Like if I'm hosting a live, like I, I don't, I'm not Mark Zuckerberg. Like I haven't created this platform. I can't help you. If you can't see my face, tough shit. 
Yeah, yeah, I get you. The comments have to go somewhere. I have to go somewhere. Claire's face has to go somewhere. It's just literally, it's just the structure. I can't do anything about that. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Like, I don't, or like, you're freezing. Okay, what would you like me to do about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. can do. Yeah. Talk about first fucking world problems. Yeah. I do, I gotcha. There you go. Um, I'm trying to look through here for something different. Not much coming up. They're all the exact same. Getting, giving out to, because they're really new to. Oh, oh yeah, there's getting... so much stuff that's annoying people. It cracks me up. I might do a few of these on the stories, because there's a few of them that yeah, are. Yeah, that might actually be a good, uh, banana bread is a big one. Like, people are hating the banana bread. I, I haven't made it yet, but I'm really intrigued. Ah, uh, Carla, don't do it. Why? Everybody's just, but... Who the fuck thinks banana in a bread? Banana's kind of only all right on its own. But it gives a nice sweetness to the bread without adding sugar. Do you get me? That's why people love it. Because it has like banana bread. I've only ever had like banana bread a couple of times. It's delicious with butter. A big slap of stick of butter. Lovely. Just buy a loaf of Polish bread with real butter. It's fucking massive. Is it massive? End of story. Oh, Polish bread. Really? Uh, Yeah. I, I don't know if anybody remembers this, but there used to be a bread called, it probably still exists, but I haven't been able to get anything quite like it since back in the day, but it was called turnover. Mm. So my nanny used to buy a loaf of turnover and she used to put a real butter on it and it was the nicest thing. And the, the closest I've ever gotten to it is a loaf of Polish bread with real butter on it. Absolutely fabulous i wouldn't i don't can't say i would ever bake a banana bread or like would you bake it all though (laughs) i yeah no i partial to i like a few fairy cakes very basic now fairy cake a victoria sponge few gingerbread men you know lovely lovely yeah no i have done in the past now apple tart jam tart oh jesus you're flying aren't you flying it haven't done it in years now, but can do it. There you can, go. Got it. Can cook, won't cook. So that's me. Yeah. Now, there's nothing much else new coming up. I think maybe you put some up because this is, we're on an hour and 40 now. Yeah, that's um, what I was thinking. I was like, I could keep going because there's so much in the boxes, but like it is an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> it's an hour and 40 minutes and it is quite a lot of moaning and I'm sure we're going to get, Jesus, now that podcast did nothing but talk about their own problems for fuck sake so if you got this far and you're thinking about um commenting that somewhere just we already know (laughs) (laughs) we are so self-aware it's unbelievable (laughs) i know my own flaws better than you do i know that's weird to say but i actually do know my own flaws more than you stranger on the internet yeah exactly (laughs) exactly um yeah so we might leave it there and we will talk to you again next week thank you so much if you made it this far And we'll talk to you soon. Bye.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 